Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com. Hey everybody, and welcome to On the Heels, presented to you by the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast network where we romanticize, fantasize, watch, and review your favorite or not-so-favorite storylines, matches, events, and or feuds, and shows now uh, from your pro wrestling past or history or present. Um, This is On the Heels, again, presented to you by the original hosting squad, Kobe Nida. And as always, I am joined here with Jimmy Price. Thank you so much for having me back, especially uh, after I fell asleep uh, before we were supposed to record last night, because uh, uh, it's been uh, it's been real, real dad hours for, for both of us. And uh, yeah, I tapped out last night around uh, nine o'clock and uh, sorry. But yeah, we're here now. So you got put, to- you got put in the, the million dadder dream. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like I like we said last week, uh, it, it ran a little long because we were tired and you know it was late. And we got to do what we can. We want to keep consistent with you guys, and we want to be dedicated to uh, reviewing this series. So uh, we're gonna do what we can. Um, it's it's early tonight, so uh, yes, we're here recording. Yeah. This fully the- awake. Yeah, we have a mission statement, which is to make the episode, the podcast, to make the recap podcast shorter than the actual episode of the show. So that's what that's what we're going for this time around. Exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so yeah, we're 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 wide awake. We're good. That's the, that's also the 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 subplot of this podcast is like, can two dads with uh, a three year old and a you know and a newborn uh, can they can they put a, a, a weekly podcast out? Can it be done? Yes, exactly. Focusing on a show that's coming out in real time. Um, yes. Right. And we were saying analog. We both really enjoyed this episode. You said this was your favorite episode. Correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, start to finish. I mean, it, it's it's pretty gripping, man. Um, yeah, I think I think in terms of the uh, the character development and the story and the, and the performances that are turned in are all top notch. And then also just from you know from looking at it from the wrestling fans' perspective. Uh, you know, the, this episode just pretty much centers around one show and you get a lot of, you know, before and after with the show. So, um, yeah, it's been, been my favorite episode so far. So I'm definitely excited to talk about it. Absolutely. And, uh, you can hear where we started at episode one and episode two in the archives and, uh, plenty more in the illustrious archive of Retromania by searching Retromania with a W on any podcasting platform. Podbean is our home. We have over 360 episodes there and over wow. like 400, 500 hours of content for your ears. Um, uh, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, we built this, you know, you and I, uh, and now everybody's on there. We got cool truth with AC talking to AEW news, uh, some new Japan news. We got kicking out of two with Dave Rosenbluth. Yes. He's got a bunch of uh, topics always, you know, uh, it's very like a smorgasbord of your old school wrestling topics and uh, what ifs or could be's or Mount Rushmore's um, always a great show there. And then you got our show, 
um, the origin of attitude. Then you have marking out the days as well. There's so much there. Um, there is Hawkmania is dead. There's there's so much bonus content as well. Um, so yes. check that out. And it's all evergreen. So don't ever think you know I'm going to listen to this and it's going to sound like whatever. Like they they all they all flow congruently because it's always. Uh, like a sit down, like talking with a friend about wrestling and having some wrestling knowledge mixed in there with history content. Um, so yeah, check that out. Retro Mania with the W on any podcasting platform, uh, Spotify, Google play iTunes, give us a like share, subscribe. It helps us grow. Um, and if you want to request anything, you can go on retro mania podcast at gmail.com and write to us, or you can uh, hit us up on Facebook in our messages or DMS. Um, so anything there, um, we are welcome to everything. So absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into this episode. This is a uh, episode three cheap heat of heels on the stars uh, platform. Um, <clears throat> we start out the show with uh, Tom Spade being introduced finally. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah, we see uh, Tom for the first time um, and he's, you know, going about his, uh, his morning routine, man. He's like, he's out for a jog, you know, he's uh, comes back to the house, you know, kind of hoses off a little bit. Um, and he starts doing some, doing some work. I thought it was this, this first scene that, I mean, this first chunk of it was, was an interesting juxtaposition to the end of episode two, because you basically see Tom taking care of business, like around the home front. Whereas like last episode ended with uh, Jack not getting shit done to the point where, you know, Stacy had to step in and, and, and uh, you know, kill, kill the raccoons and, uh, and, and uh, cut the grass. So I thought going from, from that, the ending of episode two to this was sort of an interesting uh, juxtaposition there. Absolutely. And then he hangs a sign. I don't know if this has any significance yet, but it says Carol's garden and it's a garden house there. Um, and then uh, he goes to the back patio and he sees a deer in the backyard near um, some of the gardening area that they have. And uh, what happens next here? Oh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and they put a they put a uh, warning up at the top of this as, you know, content related to uh, to uh, suicide. So uh, you knew something was coming and there had been allusions to it uh, in previous episodes. But, yeah, so he, he sees the deer. Uh, he goes inside. He grabs a he grabs a handgun, and I'm not I'm not a gun person. I'm guessing it's like a looks like maybe it's smaller. It's like a nine millimeter, maybe. I don't know. I don't know these things, but uh, it's a handgun and nonetheless pistol of some of some sort. And uh, so you think he's gonna try to shoot the deer with this thing, uh, but he steps out on the porch, uh, takes a look out, uh, and puts the gun under his chin and uh, kills himself right there. Um, and as as you as he's walking back out of the house with the gun, prior to that, you see uh, you, you see that um, uh, that Ace is uh, just hanging out in his room, and uh, so he uh, shoots himself. He he collapses, falls forward off the porch, and uh, Ace of course comes out to see what was going on with the gunshot. And uh, yeah, he looks down and he sees his dad there. And I thought that the uh, the performance here um, was was really. Like I, I, it gave me, gave me chills, and and I thought it was, it goes back to sort of, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, realism in the show in terms of like the dialogue and stuff, and um, it, it, it could have been like in a lot of shows, it would have been like an over dramatic like scream or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but in this case, you just see him like look down and start shaking, and and 
um, it just, it felt, it felt so real and it was very, very, uh, jarring, jarring to see. Um, yeah. It, it, and it's crazy because it, 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 does, it makes a point of having those like first few minutes where he's like, he's just like going about his routine, man. You know, he's like, does the jog, do, doing doing the work. You know? Yeah. Go ahead. No. And then what sets him off, you know, like, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You, you yeah. It's questions. just like, yeah. yeah. Like seeing a deer, like what, what about that pushed him over the edge? Like, you know, to just one, you know, straw that they had a deer stand before when times got hard. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. That's a good must, point. Must be something going on with that there. And it's, it's really, uh, it ties into wrestling lore about like Von Eric's um, yeah. related with suicide. So we talk about how this show ties in with history and wrestling, and it's got little splices of everything, little pieces of the pie, if you will. Um, and, and that was uh, honestly one of the most uh, dramatic scenes that we've been presented from this show and like uh, really like will catch you, you know? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Catch anybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it really, it adds, you know, sort of explains a lot about ace and his you know where he's at in his life and, and the, the other thing too is this is you know they they allude to it being like a year ago so it's not like this was something you know from their childhood that was like you know you know buried and it's coming to the surface now this was this was a year ago so it's it's just uh yeah it's pretty crazy to to have that have that part of the story filled in and, and kind of get some more context yeah absolutely um Next scene, we see the new guy. I forget his name again, uh, but he's shown that he's working at a strip club and he's talking about uh, he's talking to his parents about he's going to be on the main event of the card or at least like one of the matches on the card. So uh, he's he's proud of that. Um, not too much yep. to talk about there. Um, Sunday night stars. Got to got to check the box. Got to get the nudity in there <laughs> yeah, right yeah. off the bat, you know, at the strip club. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get a crosscut to ricky rabies on the phone with jack spade while jack spade is in the car and he's talking to ricky rabies and uh, explain who ricky rabies is here so ricky rabies portrayed by one philip brooks uh also known as cm punk uh kobe do you feel like talking about him for like a half hour yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down shit we did that last uh, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you for everybody who, who uh, listened in and bared with. I mean, I, I think it was a good conversation about punk, but yeah, we definitely Absolutely. veered off course. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we see uh, Ricky Rabies. Uh, he's the uh, kind of like the uh, stereotypical uh, grizzled young veteran, uh, as it were, on the scene. And uh, you see, <laughs> you see in, in very short order that he's uh, having this uh, business conversation uh, with Jack. Jack's bringing him in to uh, kind of pop pop the crowd a little bit. Um, and, uh, because big Jim, I think was, you know, he's just left, maybe he was advertised. Um, but, uh, yeah, you see that, that, uh, that Ricky, uh, and all his, uh, mulleted glory is on the toilet. Um, so he's, uh, having a conversation about the show and he's, you know, letting know he's going to be there. And, uh, you always love yeah, at the dome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Classic so he's got some people, you know, got some history, got some history with DWL. Yeah. So. They have a little um, conversation about blood being used too. Um, and Jack doesn't want blood being involved, but Ricky was like, no, I'll explain it to you when I get there. It's not real blood. It's, 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 it's show blood. And does he ever, <laughs> the, the, the weirdness of this character is, is very uh, endearing. Um, 
as we will as we'll see he's got a very elaborate ring entrance that we'll get into later yeah absolutely uh we get then jack pulling up to the building he gives uh some kid uh, a box of shirts and says hand this out at the door and i guess they're like ricky raby shirts or something i don't know to like sell that they have merch or something that people are buying merch maybe that's a little tell right there but then we immediately get millie uh the the business manager the you know building manager that helps jack spade um mm-hmm. is walking in the locker room and she sees another lady bringing up some new shirts um and talks about merch and she was like did i give you a purchase order for those and she was like uh yes and she was like how did i sound and she was like it was late you were tired dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so uh yeah. They're they're, yeah. they're 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 burning the candle at both ends in this business. Um, they're trying to bring crowds. They're trying to you know work the crowd as well and their merch as well. Um, as you should. I mean, we see impact still. People have shirts and it's like you know nobody bought all those damn shirts there. But right. <laughs> um, anything there? All those, all those all those impact shirts went to uh, dystopian wrestling. You know, yeah right <laughs> for you know all the all the uh spare abyss and samojo and judas messiah shirts um exactly but yeah just uh yeah just a cool little scene and I, I, I like uh uh christy mccormick uh who plays willie just uh it, it's a very funny little little beat there she takes when she's like okay i got you i was i was i was hammered <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah um she was on amazon just ordering merch for the company you know yeah um okay so Four more fog machines yeah um and gopros um next scene we have ace uh, working on his uh promo behind the curtain and crystal says it's good but it's a little too positive um and then jack says i wouldn't change a thing but then ace says well i have some ideas with the promo myself how about instead of this i say that and <laughs> Uh, we're you know they're talking about good triumphing over evil um uh, the words here that ace says is like you know good will always triumph over evil and jack says no it doesn't uh no it won't you know like who says that yeah um uh, any insight there yeah i mean i i i love i love the 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 writing and the scene and yeah i think i think jack says you know evil's (laughs) evil's got a shit ton in the trophy case um and yeah, it just it just kind of highlights the uh, the level of cynicism uh, with with each of them. And I mean, a lot of that comes with age and growing up. You know, um, you know, Ace is still. Um, I don't know if they 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 specified exactly how young he is, but he's you know in his early twenties at the oldest. And um, yeah, so he's still got that uh, got that you know streak of hope in him. And and, and Jack just kind of kind of shits all over it. But yeah, I think Ace overall is like he's he's crafting this promo and in in terms of its content it's a good baby face promo um but what you know what they're trying to warn him about i guess and throughout the episode is that after what happened you know with him breaking down in the ring and in this type of environment in this in this crowd there's not a lot of coming back from that particularly with the particularly with the promotion where you're you know outside of a outside of a show in a in a golden corral or old country buffet or waffle house or something you know (laughs) it's 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 the same venue it's mostly the same people so um but he's like hell-bent on not getting booed um and i I thought I, i thought it was really cool too about how about when, when Jack walks up, he's like, I wouldn't change anything. You get that, that, that Vince vibe, that promoter vibe of just like, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to steer you're you're going to end up going this way, but I'm going to, you know, kind of inflate your confidence a little bit here. Absolutely. Um, we, we had said that in the previous episode, too. Um, there's little yep. hints of everything there. Um, yep. uh, Ace goes over the finish with Jack and Jack kind of apologizes in a way. He says, uh, I'm kind of sorry about the way the, the match went down. Um, but he, he tells Ace, you know, you could spend your whole life in developmental over there and they can crush you. Um, they're a company. They're going to tell you what to do and you can make it here and be a hero. You don't need them. Um, yeah, it, it's a yeah. it's a big you know big tell about like don't don't go to the big company and just stay here and be a hometown hero and and you, you know carve a name for yourself and be a legend here. Um, kind of reminiscent to their father, I guess, because I don't know if the father ever made it big time because he started his own wrestling league. You know, exactly. Yeah, and the, and the the line he uses too is he says you know you're just you'll you'll go up there and you'll be in de- you could be in developmental for years and you'll just be a pawn in their game versus you know being a partner and having you know that that power to sort of build build a company. He's talking about building something with DWL. Yeah. So um, yeah, just kind of give giving him the hard sell. He's trying to trying to steer him back to you know sticking with the family territory. Yeah. Um, and then the next scene here, it's a interaction between Jack and Millie. Um, Jack is, uh, he, he's sure that people want to see Ace as a face, but, uh, you know, she's, she's mad that he, he made him cry. He said, I didn't make him do anything, uh, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of, uh, you know, but he's like, well, this is kind of part of the story. You know, we make it, we turn what is real into uh kayfabe we make we make it you know part of the story um what what happened with them in the last episode where he he tapped him out you know yeah yeah absolutely and and i thought this was a very um insightful and good um piece of you know or a good thought about you know like the inside of the business and and it's very like reflective of like you know what where we are now because everybody knows so much about the inside of the business so it's like you kind of have to flip it, you know, so it's to, you know, not necessarily only with shoots, but just, you know, when you lead people to expect one thing and then, you know, you know, kind of swerve them a little bit. Yeah. It's, I just thought it was a, it was a, it was a nice little breakdown there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We go backstage to Millie and Jack who meet with the minister um, and they have a conversation about the minister not having advertising on the show and Jack kind of bullshits a Bible quote, which is awesome. Um, do, yeah. you, do you remember that little bit there? I, I forget exactly what he says, but he's like, I, I love when he's like, yeah, there's so, there's so many good ones. Yeah. There's so many good Bible Psalms or quotes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, many Psalms. Yeah. Um, and the guy, Eddie Earl is the minister. He has a pawn and title company um, that he wants advertised. And he's talking about what if you take up the whole apron and he said i oh i can see it now you know and he kind of reminds jack of who he is and humbles him and says why don't you sing uh my old theme song you know like you <laughs> used to as a kid because I, I used to advertise for your pop um and that that was pretty funny he was like if you need or if their times are tough come on down and sell some stuff eddie earls yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so he's got a he's got a tap dance and uh I thought for sure that the, you know, 
we'll get into the the entrance with Ricky Rabies later, but I thought they were setting something up where it was going to be like a uh, Kurt Angle at ECW situation where these people mm. would be so offended. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't doesn't come to pass, but I'm sure that we'll we haven't seen the last of these people. I feel like absolutely. Um, we cross cut to the wife of Jack Spade. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. I usually have my Stacy. Stacy, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, yep. Stacy, um, and she's going to have a get together with her girls. Um, and then we cross cut to the newcomer, uh, and I'm I don't know his name. I need to. I'm 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 slacking right now. Who's the new guy again? Are we talking about dipshit? Yes, dipshit. Uh, yeah, who's dipshit? Mm. I will say this: dipshit uh, kind of had a had a had a nice redemption. Uh, this is not uh, wild card McGee. Wild card McGee. I think Nigel Crocker, or am I thinking? Am I looking at somebody else? He is. I guess that is him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shitting, oh. shitting the bed a little bit here myself, but uh, yeah, I think okay. that's him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nigel Crocker. Anyhow, he gets he gets iced in the back and getting iced, yeah. we know, is uh, having a, a, a smear off hidden and then you have to chug it in front of everybody. So uh, Rooster had done that to him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Theme throughout the episode and kind of brings you back to like the early part of the 2010s because I haven't really heard of anybody getting iced right. uh, in a while. But uh, yeah, there's the show is based role. in like 2008. You know, yeah, that could be. Um, uh, before Ace is able to Ace Spade, that is, is able to walk into the locker room, Crystal stops him and says, Uh, before you go in there, whatever happened, happens, nobody's gonna say anything. And then, uh, he gets iced right when he walks in, yeah, yeah. He's like, he kind of like, uh, shrugs off what, what Crystal is saying too, and he's like, Yeah, whatever, I got this, and then. Sure enough, they just, you know, uh, Diego kind of welcomes them back in with the uh, with the main event ice. And uh, so, yeah, so like it's a it's a warm embrace. But then we go straight into a little bit of conflict with uh, Rooster, who's pissed off that he's not in the main event. Absolutely. And Rooster had the same comments last episode, and he's been around for a while. He's one of the most talented guys and he thinks he's being held down. Um, uh, He questions Ace's boots quality because he says there's no scuffs on them and you know what that means and uh what was that essentially mean usually you're, you're not taking bumps you know yeah exactly yeah and uh you're not yeah not not, not taking the bumps and as, as jack describes it later not not being a good partner in the ring but yeah ace is so young and, and new to the game that it, it just like like so like so much of what rooster says to him in this episode it just goes right over his head yeah yeah absolutely uh, the next scene here is Ace and Jack meeting Ricky Rabies and his family, and Crystal is actually there joining them. Um, and what happens here? Yeah, so uh, Ace kind of uh, hits him with a uh, hits him with a little backhand compliment. He says, uh, "Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, you used to draw so much here." And uh, but uh, Ricky uh, Ricky Rabies takes it in stride. He's very chill, uh, again grizzled young vet type um and uh so they uh yeah they're kind of going back and forth there for a little bit and then uh uh his uh ricky's lady friend uh 
excuses herself to go to go make the blood and uh, kind of um, tells uh, Crystal to come or ask Crystal to come with her um, to kind of like, and again, it's like all the women in, around the locked room are kind of pulling Crystal one way towards, you know, what the traditional woman's role is in a pro wrestling locker room um, when it's obvious, you know, she obviously wants to, you know, wrestle and she wants to be, you know, more involved that way and, and sort of in, in, the, in even the creative aspect of it too with that scene with Jack last week. Um, but yeah, she just kind of gets pulled aside um, and they continue to talk a little bit of business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, this, this little scene here, you know, talking about the blood and, you know, it, it connects us to them and you <laughs> and, and, and Ricky Raby's son is named Wolfgang, which is a nice, yeah. uh, cool thing there. And awesome yeah. job on the makeup because fucking cm punk phil brooks is covered with tattoos and yeah i noticed that as any tattoos and it like i didn't even notice it until the end where he's wrestling and i was like hold on a second i just realized yeah. I didn't have any tattoos on i was like holy shit they did a great yeah job. it was weird yeah. yeah yeah um yeah whatever it was or his makeup or however they did it like it was very impressive because it was like yeah i had the same reaction when once you saw him in the ring you're like where's where's that fucking pepsi tattoo man right and, uh, uh, in addition to you know the rest of his you know extensive work but uh yeah it was interesting <laughs> i love like him like just rapping about the blood it's like yeah he calls it like a it's like a thing more like a sacrament and <laughs> it's just like yeah. It's just like this really weird shit, but it's like he talks about it in such like a casual way. It's like it's just a it's a cool vibe. Absolutely. Um, then uh, the family leaves. Uh, Jack tells Ace to focus on his match. Make sure that the fans cheer you. Um, tells uh, Crystal, you know, she thinks maybe they should boo him. But, uh, you know, Jack says, just have ha- have faith in me. You know, just trust me. Mm hmm. Um, and then Jack and Ace have the conversation about what does scuffed boots mean? Yeah. 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 It means not being a good partner in the ring. Right. Exactly. Not taking the bumps, not helping them out. Um, cross cut to the women's night out. And uh, the waiter knows who Stacy is and talks to her about, you know, the big event tonight. And he's stoked. Uh, he knows who Jack Spade and Ace Spade are. And the ladies are, uh, the friends of Stacy are like, well, uh, let, let's let's they coax her into going to the show, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're intrigued. They want to check it out. You tell us, like, Stacy's trying to escape the, that whole you know that whole world, and you know that comes you know very much in focus at the end. But uh, yeah, she's you know she's listening to them talk about their lives and all the things that they're doing, and and she's trying to get away from it. But they're intrigued by the world of wrestling, and they go and like at first you're like you know what the you know i was wondering you know going into what their reaction would be like are they going to shit all over it or is it going to be an embarrassment or you know what the reaction is going to be because there's always that like apprehension right when you're bringing like non-wrestling fans like you know if you're going to a show or even just watching it on tv like you know what what their reaction is going to be so but they are into it um so they're going to head out to the show and so what would be an escape for stacy ends up not being a total escape yeah absolutely um she's back to her life back to reality um which is actually not reality because it's wrestling interesting yeah. right yeah wild. yeah wild um so then wild we, yeah then we go to the event 
um, and the the minister and his lady or his wife are looking to have a good time or they're seemingly having a good time watching the event. Um, and then we go to the bathroom with rooster pissing and he ends up getting iced by uh, Wildcard McGee with the Smirnoff being in the urinal. So not the smartest of choices there. What a dumb scene, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 More, more dipshit being dipshit, but you know, uh, it's kind of, yeah, like he's like trying to trying to like I could do this too, guys, right? Like he's trying to fit in, but he even picks it up out of the urinal too, even when, even though it was, like, it was with the paper towel. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was that was pretty gross. Um, after that we get the uh the a little juxtaposition and or you know, a little exposition rather with uh Rooster Apocalypse and who's the masked man. Uh, Diego Cottonmouth. Diego Cottonmouth. I'd like to call them the three wise enhancement men. Yeah, men. Um, so they kind of give you a little talk here. Any, 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 you know, anything significant from that scene? You know, I'll be, I'll be honest. Nothing has jumped it out at me um, in terms of what they're talking about. I mean, is it Rooster? He's still talking about the the main event, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like he's hot, hot about that. Yeah. Um, and is this where he catches Jack as he's walking out, or is that later? That is later. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, so then we go to backstage with uh, Crystal and Ricky Raby's wife. Uh, the scene that you were you were kind of talking about earlier. Um, and from there, we see Ace rubbing himself down with body oil, and he tells or asks. Uh, crystal to help him rub down or she kind of you know initiates it um and they have a little conversation there yeah yeah and that's like one of the things that uh ricky rabies uh friend was talking about was just you know sometimes you just need a need a shoulder rub and so uh yeah so that's the you know we're just kind of like trying to assimilate into what this role she thinks should be she doesn't seem to like it though. He kind of adjusts her bra and her, you know, her whole outfit and like yeah. to turn around. And then she's like, okay, that was kind of whatever. Uh, yeah. 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 Not, not, not feeling it. Uh, next scene, Ace's wife, uh, Stacy and her friends, they are able to make it to the event. They're coming in just as um, I'm Ace's wife, Jack's wife. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just as Ace. Not yet. Yeah, I know. Just as Ace is coming out with Crystal and uh, the friends there say, he, ooh, he's sexy. He's kind of like a dirty Thor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they and they were kind of impressed walking in, too. They think they, one of them said that, they were, that Stacey was underplaying it. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're there to have a good time, and they do. So, um, yeah, they're, they're interesting to see, like, Stacey kind of just, you know, smile at that one. You know, we'll see what, you know, if anything ends up happening, like we were talking about. But, uh, yeah, they're they're there, and um, they're uh, just taking it all in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ace cuts his promo um, and then gets told that he's a crybaby. Um, and Ace still tries to cut a face promo, and he gets trash thrown at him in the ring. Uh, the fans are chanting "Crybaby, Crybaby." Um, they have a big blow-up head of him with tears. Somebody made that pretty quick, huh? In the town, they were yeah. printing at the local, uh, you know, DWL printing place or whatever, right. or maybe, <laughs> or maybe Jack planted that. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, Ace comes backstage and he's enraged. 
anything from this little bit here? So did you did you notice who was the woman who called him out as being a crybaby and threw the first pack of tissues? Did you see who that was? The t-shirt girl. I thought it was I, I might be wrong. Was I thought it was the woman at the grocery store from the first episode. Oh he, right. Yeah, I'm like 99% sure that that was who it was. And like, yeah, she's there and she's the one who starts it. So she okay. gets a little bit of a little bit of revenge there, which is cool. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, he's the, his whole idea of, of telling this redemption story and cutting this awesome baby face promo, just everything just collapses on him. And, uh, yeah, he's getting, getting the old, uh, Jimmy rave treatment, except with, uh, tissues instead of toilet paper. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, at, uh, Ace comes backstage uh enraged and jack tells him you're an amateur hour out there because you don't know the difference between heat um great scene here great scene yeah jack's heated and uh, i love the line where he says generating heat is your fucking job right. and like that it's not what it boils down to man as a, as a wrestler you know like he he's trying to tell him you know, he's taking all this all this uh all these booze personally but you're you should be leaning into it and um and he says it right in that scene he says you'd make a great heel and uh but he's you know ace just continues to to throw his tantrum yeah um ace and jack are arguing about their dad being a face or a heel and uh, oh yeah he says <laughs> tom spade was a face and jack spade's response is oh yeah our dad was a face because he knew you were home question yeah. mark you know like uh insinuating the suicide uh to become a martyr for the family you know yeah. i don't know uh, that was that was pretty deep yeah or just making that even making that decision knowing that your son is is there and it's going to be the one to find you like yeah 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 that yeah that was a just the yeah, killer scene killer scene i loved it yeah absolutely uh we cross cut to apocalypse and cottonmouth having their match and stacy and her friends are enjoying the event uh despite what just happened so they don't they don't really see that the the aggression is there or, or what happened with uh, ace is actually something that he's affected by because we go backstage to ace losing his shit in the laundry room and crystal comes to calm him down daddy yeah. <laughs> it starts yeah, gotta get it in, man. <laughs> That's that was the uh, the the stars uh, slogan there for a while. Yeah, it was skin Skinamax and then stars. Gotta get, get it in. Gotta get it in at least twice an episode. We yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then we go to uh, Ricky Rabies talking with Jack Spade uh, about the pre-match stuff. Um. Uh, what's going on there? Yeah, so they're going over the match, and uh, he, uh, Ricky suggests that he finishes uh, the match with the inverted DDT. Uh, and again, no, you know, no ego or anything from Ricky Rabies. He's there to do the job, and he's happy to do it. Um, but yeah, he says uh, he doesn't want to be put in the sharpshooter because the last time he was put in the sharpshooter, he shit his pants. Uh, yeah. Which is which is funny because there's the infamous story of, uh, of Punk one time shitting his pants. Yeah, he shot his pants uh, on SmackDown and then tweeted about it. Um, like move his turd, right? Is that I, I, so? I don't know. I I never heard like the story in that much detail. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, things things happen out there. Um, but yeah, I, I know that I knew that like immediately after it happened, he tweeted about it. 
Um, so I thought that was a, that was a funny little, uh, callback. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we go to, uh, rooster catching Jack Spade in the hallway. And this is the scene I think you were talking about. Um, what happens yes. here? Um, yeah. So, so Jack, uh, you know, rooster, you know, wants to talk to him and he's trying to talk to him and, uh, Jack knows before he says anything that he's pissed off because of the, the main event spot and him, him not being in the main event. Um, and he just kind of started, Jack just starts, you know, running down, you know, the reasons why and he you know, talks about how great rooster is. And he says, he's the best one here. And then rooster says, you know, well, if I'm the best here, then I get a shot at the belt. And Jack said, yeah, that's right. When the story calls for it. Yeah. Um, you, something about a personality too, right? Yeah. 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 Personality. And, and it's kind uh, of like a reference to like Vince McMahon making uh, the black athletes kind of be the, the shucking and jiving and dancing in a way. I yeah. Think. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's, that's what they're going for with that. And um, yeah, I mean, that was especially, you know, all, I mean, across the, the wrestling industry, I mean, uh, it was, that was, you know, the stereotype, you know, um, and then sort of the way that, that, um bookers operated for a long time and i mean still do to this day to a certain extent in a lot of cases so you know wwe has taken that initiative a bit not to get too off track i mean 183 days plus uh for bobby lashley being the longest reigning african-american heavyweight champion uh in the united states um so that's that's pretty that's pretty good yeah that is awesome that is awesome and he got to beat up goldberg's son too so that was great that's even better uh, I'll, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, then we get a back to the event. Stacy and the friends are talking there. They're enjoying the event. Um, Jack Spade comes out and he becomes the huge heel. Um, he challenges anybody in the back. And all of a sudden, Vanguard one, or I'd like to call it Stone Age one. <laughs> uh, uh, comes out it's this drone that is uh essentially dressed with the the taxidermy uh vibe of uh what is a is that a a raccoon i was gonna possum? i was gonna ask you awesome I, I, th- I think it was a possum too and and if it is that is uh and it's flown by fl- its son so this is almost yeah like, it's almost like a an, an homage to matt hardy right yeah 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 i think yeah there's definitely some hardy vibes there it is funny if it's a possum. I don't know if the the irony is yes. intentional or not, but I'm watching it right. But, yeah, but like uh, possums, you know, just just for the record, you know, rabies are extremely rare with possums uh, because they're yeah. actually have a lower body temperature compared to other warm blooded animals, uh, and uh, they're very uh, very special creatures. Possums, but uh, yeah, no, they, <laughs> the the uh, he's flying the. Um, flying the uh, the drone the possum drone out there and like jack is just kind of looking at it and it's kind of eye to eye with the with the possum and then what happens after that uh yeah uh blood spurts out it's that <laughs> pasta sauce blood man uh i don't yeah he add salt or sugar to it like what was the purpose of that there must have been something something to 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 like thicken it up a little bit or, or what but yeah he's just all at once, just like, yeah, in, in the face, and, and and Jack's got the crimson mask to to start out the match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, how does this match kind of go? So it it's a damn like I I would love to see like a like an unedited cut of this because I mean, 
you know, like we've talked about before how Stephen Mel has the chops and, you know, he's wrestled on pay-per-views and we all know how great CM Punk is. And, you know, if you want to hear us talk about that for 30 minutes, please listen to episode two. Um, but the, uh, the, yeah, the back and forth between them and the in-ring action is it's really damn good. Um, and it kind of, you know, gives you a brief idea of the story and then, um, you know, they're brawling and I think they, they, are near where the um they show they show a shot of them brawling near where the uh the sponsors are right the church people yes at one point and i thought for sure something was going to happen there but again nothing happens you know preachers having a good old time um but uh yeah they're just kind of you know ricky's getting some offense in for a while and then eventually uh uh you know jack gets the upper hand and do they cut to stacy and well, we cross uh, the, the women enjoying it, but then we cross cut during the match um, to uh, Apocalypse seeing on his phone uh, Wild Bill naked yes. with his belt. Um, and Wild Bill was the uh, the friend of, of Tom Spade and he's going crazy on the phone. Uh, and then we see Ace and Rooster backstage looking at the video. They're outside smoking. Uh, Ace is vaping. Of course he would. Um, so yeah, what, what happens here? They're just kind of talking about Wild Bill, and then they're talking about, um, you know, uh, about the the conflict between each other. And Rooster wants to be over, and Ace is is the guy, but he he doesn't think he's the one. Rooster says, "I moonsaulted my way out of the womb," which I love that little line there. Um, yeah. yeah, and then he says, "You just cried in the ring, man." You know, like what? Tell me what happens here. Yeah, then, you know, Ace tries to explain it again, and Rooster's like, no, you cried in the ring. Uh, which, again, in, in, in Duffy, that's, you know, there's no coming back from that. I think he says that that bird won't fly or something like that. And um, But, uh, yeah, and, and so, yeah, Rooster's kind of going on. He, he talks about how he's, you know, not getting the push, and he says something. Um, he's talking about Jack, and so, like, in, in Ace's mind, he's like, Oh yeah, we're on the same page. We're talking shit about Jack and his booking, and you know him not doing the right thing. But like Rooster comes out and and basically says, you know, flat out, it's because you know he's not getting the belt because he's black. And uh, and he's just like, yeah, man, I know exactly what you mean. And you, it's just like, hmm. and Rooster's like, you're fucking hilarious, man. Right. Um, just completely, completely oblivious to to what the real reason is as to why, you know or you know what rooster is trying to to explain to him is ace is just not comprehending it on on any level yeah absolutely um we get the next scene or cross cutting back to the finish of the match between jack spade and ricky rabies um uh it looks like ricky hurts himself and he says something about his acl um but you know he says all right we're going we're going home uh jack hits his finisher like they spoke of. Um, he puts his feet on the ropes to keep himself a heel. Um, and one, two, three, he pins Ricky Rabies and his music hits. And it's like, it's it's Hardcore Holly's theme, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, which I think was also like the, tough, the first Tough Enough theme, if I'm not mistaken, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a classic. Uh, and um, I like, you know, Puts puts feet on the ropes, you know, keeps him over as a heel. Also, uh, you know, kind of kind of protects Ricky Rabies too. There, brother, brother. Um, 
but uh yeah he he gets the w and then um heads backstage and immediately he's looking for ace because he's supposed to be up next uh against uh dipshit yeah um yeah so he's trying to track him down finally finds him and uh they share some words and you can kind of see that that ace is high um and he's like are you good um and i forget what ace's response is he says something um yeah um appears and he you know he says are you gonna are you afraid i'm gonna go off script yeah that's it yeah which is just a killer line yeah yeah so then the bell rings and the match starts uh jack's wife goes backstage uh but gets bumped into by apocalypse um and it's a very serious situation looks like ace is uh taking some stiff shots by the newcomer in the ring he's hurting him you know yeah yeah very aggressive from the outset you know aggressive you know right from his entrance just storming down the ring and yeah he's he's like you know laying him in there and uh eventually he goes and and uh hits the uh hits the low blow which that confirms solidifies the heel turn to everybody you know everybody who in the locker room who's kind of curious is like is this actually happening like this like that seals the deal yeah um and uh jack's wife you know uh, understands that ace just turned heel and nobody else kind of understands they're like what's going on but uh he uh he grabs chloroform or some type of bandage and shoves it in the newcomer's mouth to become a heel and crystal is really starting to soak this in uh looks like her idea is starting to stick with stick with ace uh rather and it it, it seems to work yeah yeah absolutely and you can see that she's kind of getting more into the match as she realizes what's happening and, and for that matter so is the rest of the crowd you know like you you know, it's kind of like those things like, all right, it's like the classic, you know, uh, Rocky Maivia, you know, you, you want to boo me, I'm going to give you a fucking reason to boo me, you know, um, it's that, that kind of heel turn. So it, it's pretty, pretty cool. And they capture, they capture it really well. Um, I, I felt like, yeah, um, the fans are booing and he's the newest heel in town kind of begrudgingly, but, uh, he wanted to do that when it comes down to it, Ace comes back behind the curtain and says to Crystal, get the fuck off me. What do you think? I'm your boyfriend. Um, and he says to Willie, fuck you, bitch. Um, he's like f- turned full heel and Jack, uh, says, all right, let's go outside. Um, and not being in front of everybody. And he says, what the hell are you doing? He says, I'm a heel now. He said, uh, um, you know, like, you know, what goes on here? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's basically, uh, he, he's healing up in real life, which is something that, uh, you know, my friends always told me when we were playing SmackDown versus Raw 2006 uh, was to not be a piece of shit in real life because I would sometimes get in so into the game that I would like uh, do heal shit and that would just you know ruin the fun of the game. Uh, shout out Dan, uh, Dan but, and Kyle um, during a match or something. No, no, I was just I, I would do like I would do things like I would um, I would play as uh, Hulk Hogan and I would win all the belts in the game. <laughs> just to just to piss them off you know because we were all you know we were all smarky smarks and and watching ring of honor but i would there was like four different hulk hogan's in the game and i won a belt as each each hulk hogan um and and just like not tagging out when we did tag matches and stuff just like being being kind of i you know slick back hair uh live for new year's eve sloppy steaks down at trefani i was a real piece of shit oh yes um you think this is slick back (laughs) 
<laughs> this is pushback. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. Ace is just, you know, it's like, what, what do you think? It just, it shows, it shows you that he has like, he, he knows how to work. He knows how to, you know, do cool moves and, and, and work a match to not like hurt somebody. Uh, but he doesn't have any understanding whatsoever of, of the business. And he's like using, uh, you know, this he, idea of a heel turn uh, in the storyline as a, as some sort of license to be a, a piece of shit to, mm-hmm. um, to Crystal and to Willie, um, which is just like, like where, 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 like what planet are you on right now, man? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, they always say a wrestling is a character turned up to 11. So, uh, yeah yeah and yeah i mean you got the adrenaline flowing and stuff out there and so i mean there's that but yeah it's just like the like it just continues to be it's always it's always something with ace you know he's obviously angry i mean we can see yeah. that too at the beginning of the episode we kind of gain sympathy for him too so right absolutely so much of yeah. an asshole. um we yeah. get a uh, uh, cut to backstage the ring crew is cleaning up everything and uh the the wrestlers are saying goodbye ricky rabies is signing a shirt for cottonmouth um stacy is saying goodbye to her friends and uh ricky rabies and his wife uh is having a little conversation with crystal any takeaway from this so this is where the big reveal is that i you know kind of alluded to and you know not that you know there's spoilers on a recap show but um yeah the, this is where you find out that the the woman that the ricky rabies is with is not his actual wife because ricky's like i gotta get home to the wife and uh and she just kind of like turns to crystal and she's like you know not all relationships are conventional um so it, but yeah it really kind of like the the whole point of the interaction i think with her and crystal throughout the episode is like this is like the you know crystal can see like all right this is where this path leads like you know, you get to be a part of the show, you you get to, you know, live in this crazy world, but it's all in the service of somebody else who isn't even like a full life partner with you. Right. Um, so, yeah, so she kind of, she can kind of see like her future a little bit and in, in, in this woman. So um, that, that kind of like, you know, kind of like really nails that home a little bit um, with that interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Then we get a cross cut to a little bit of comic relief. Uh, the wild wild card McGee, uh, yes, Ice's rooster, and that's actually like an authentic moment. I kind of giggled at that, and they they they're starting to you know break the ice with each other, if you will. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a cool little moment. He's like, all right, he finally does it. What does it right? Um, and uh, yeah, like rooster's like, yeah, I'm driving. He's like you know, take it home, take a video of yourself drinking it. You know, I want to make sure that you took the whole thing or, you know, that sort of thing, whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, just a cool, very endearing moment. Like I said, with, with, with dipshit, which I'll, I'll stop calling them dipshit, um, with wildcard, uh, you know, I think by the end of this episode, I, I was, um, definitely kind of like more fond of his character than I had been at any point, uh, especially with the next scene that we get at the water tower. I'm not sure if there's anything in between there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one second there. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention too. Uh, when Ace was outside before he talked to Rooster about the uh, Wild Bill scene, um, he he went to go call Big Jim, but then he decided not to. A little a little sign there for Big Jim, and Big Jim was not in this episode, so I could be wrong. So, 
I, I, I think, I think, I think he's dead. That, that, that I, I honestly thought that at the end when I was done watching the episode, I'm like, I guess Kobe's right. I guess Big Big Dream's dead. <laughs> We're just not, we just don't know yet. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Then we get a beautiful cinematic, uh, cinematography like the lighting, everything, the the venue, the dome, if you will, is shutting down. Um. There was a nice little scene there with the lights going low. The end of the night, the crowds, you know gone what happens in this empty building when it's you know just dormant it's just filled with energy though by the look of it you know and so many so many memories you know when you see something like that you know 2300 arena something like that uh yeah yeah just that that post-show buzz you know they show people at the merch table and stuff and um, you know, we've been to shows at the uh, at the MCW arena and yeah, it's kind of, you know, similar, similar kind of vibe. You know, you got you got wrestlers hanging out at the merch table. You know, it's just kind of everybody's kind of buzzing, talking about the show um, that did really it was really it was, it was a nice little montage. I enjoyed that part, too. Yeah, absolutely. And then we get a scene of Crystal in her house and she chugs a beer by herself. And then we go to Willie meeting up with uh, Wild Bill. Explain what's going on here. So did she meet up with Wild Bill here? Or is she I know that they, they showed some stuff from the next episode in the preview. Well, she I... Wild Bill and and he says, I fucked up real bad. And that's all we see. And we get a cross cut to uh wild card mcgee on the oh okay yeah yeah i forgot that little shot was in there yeah he's calling his parents and he's telling them uh he loves them for supporting him and he can't wait for them to see him in his new match and he loves them and he thinks he'll 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 like they'll like the match a lot you know yeah he's on that he's on that high man that performer's high just like you know like especially the first time you go out and do something and you feel like you did a good job at it like um, and he's on top of the water, the water tower too. And he's like, like moving around a lot. I was like, Oh no, are we on, are we on dipshit death watch too? Like, is he about to fall yeah. off? Yes. Um, We've gotten two or three heartfelt moments on the water tower. You know? Yeah. 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 Wonder if we're going to come back there for something more, uh, sinister down the road. Who knows? Possibly. Uh, we cross cut to Jack Spade and Stacy, uh, they're driving home and she asks him, what about Machu Picchu? And he says something about it's a, you know, uh, a mountain in Argentina. And she was like, no, it's Peru, but whatever. Um, so uh, they want to go next month, but without Thomas. So just them. So that'd be interesting uh, if they can get away. We learned that Jack is actually having a fear of uh, flying, though. Uh, another callback to wrestling. You know, fears of flying or, you know, excuses not to travel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they talk about it, you know, he, you know, and it goes back to what he, you know, in the, in the last episode when he's trying to like kind of make things better with Stacey, he's like, hey, why don't we go on a vacation? And so Stacey's trying to plan a vacation. And now he's, you know, talking about, you know, you know, DWL couldn't hold it up if I, you know, if we, if we left for a month and, you know, this and that. And so, you know, Stacy is just, you know, very unhappy. And it goes back to the theme of the last episode. And when they get home, um, you know, they, they're talking and, and Jack's like, you know, I don't, I don't understand what's wrong. You know, you get to, you get to hang out with your friends, you get to have some drinks and have a good time. And then Stacy says, yeah, but they all got to go home at the end of it. And they all, you know, got to leave this world. 
just like we were saying earlier she lives in exactly the reality of this fakeness or well this kayfabe yes yeah yeah and she was you know trying to get away from that with this night and then it ended up just the night ended up bringing her right back to it um so that just kind of you know and throughout the show there you know the friends are talking about their lives and doing things like that and it just kind of further you know kind of shows her how isolated she is in this in this you know wrestling world absolutely being the wife of a wrestler um then we get the 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 my my closed caption said somber indie pop uh (laughs) somber indie pop music played and we cross cut that's why that's why you bring in the guy from band of forces man that's what we want to deliver that you know, I don't, this obviously this was a different song, but yeah, you know, still, but I, I love his little accent. Love me, fear and war. That's like <laughs> that's, a, that's like a crazier accent than Dundalk people, right? <laughs> don't know that or Baltimore people do. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like going down here and watching watching the show at the MCW, the Joppas. He was down there in the Joppas. He uh, went to Japatown. Japatown. I, I, I can't do a good Baltimore accent. Um, <laughs> shit. So yeah, we we cross cut to Ace by the Tombstone, um, and he's just thinking about his dad. Then we go cross cut back to Jack walking out onto the deck and looking at the uh, scuffs and the marks of where his father committed suicide. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and he just loses. He loses it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the you know you start with you know Jack. You start with um, Tom Spade and uh, no, Tom Tom's. Sorry, not Tom. Well, yeah, no Tom because the son's named after. Yeah, Thomas Tom. Yeah, yeah, Tom Spade. Yeah, so you got the ghost of the ghost of Tom Spade. You know, looming large over you know the entire episode, and yeah, it's just kind of like you know something that's all uh, it's all cra- it's all <laughs> when it comes crashing down. It yeah, hurts inside. Right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I like like you said, I think this is probably the best episode that they've they've done so far. Um all the way through. Um it, it didn't really have a lull in it at any yeah. there were there were beats every time. I, I, I had to watch this one at least three or four times to take some notes to have some cohesiveness. So I hope it, I didn't we didn't run too long, but uh you know this is a review show. So that's what we do here. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're I think we're right on target. So yeah, it's the, there's a lot of a lot going on in this episode. So we didn't want to we don't want to you know yeah. neglect anything for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah I, I enjoyed this one um what happens next though you know where do we go from here what the hell was that wild bill video um how is ace gonna be continue to be recepted or not recepted as a heel uh he said the name of the show too in the show he said you're a heel (laughs) i'm kidding but uh yeah um yeah where and where you know how do jack and uh stacy uh you know work out this vacation and patch up their 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 life or their home life as well as the uh the business um life um any other questions from you jimmy like what are you wondering when yeah i mean oh yeah when is big jim gonna die you know when am i gonna be able to cash in on that on the bet that i placed you know because i have it you know on good authority that that big jim is is uh not not yeah. long for for the world of the show. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah, and no, I'm, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to see how things continue to play out. Looking forward to seeing, you know, if there's any um, other, you know, veterans coming in. I, I, I wish, you know, I think it's a, you know, it was a one-shot deal for old Ricky Rabies, but uh, very enjoyable performance there by uh, old CM. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I'm interested to see who else kind of comes in. And, you know, you know, we didn't really touch much on just on uh, dystopian wrestling in this. So I'm sure they'll play a bigger role and, yeah, the self-destruction of Wild Bill Hancock next week. So, yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's it'll be interesting. We'll be halfway through the season, I think, after next week, because I think it's an eight eight episode run from from what I from what I'm seeing. So, yep. um, yeah, going to be very very intrigued to see where we get from here. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of moving parts. A lot of uh, would be, could be, can be's. Um, so it's a show that keeps you on your heels. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, I'm done being a dad. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, have a good night. Uh, if, if if anybody wants to like, rate, review, and share, subscribe, find us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Podbean with their illustrious archive. Like I said, every single episode there and on spotify uh and on google play um yeah you know just follow with us uh, write to us at retromania podcast at gmail.com if you have any requests um thank you again jimmy so uh have a good night and we'll uh catch you guys next week on the heels cool awesome yeah that was yeah awesome. that was that was perfect